0: Ladies and gentlemen, oh. streaming live from YouTube, it's game time. game time. Get ready to huddle up with John Matrix and Rhodes Rants as they bring you the real deal on sports. It's first in 10 with black and white sports kicking off now.
1: What's going on, black and white sports fans? John Matrix and Rhodes Rants are back in the house another Sunday morning live. That folks, honestly forgot that we were going live today. I
0: didn't even realize it was Sunday, to tell you the truth. So, what's going on, Rhodes? Nothing. Good morning to you, Mr. Matrix, and good morning, chat. I hope everybody is uh, healthy and spry on a Sunday morning, ready to talk some mad S. I'm trying to clean it up, but mad S, about LeBron James this morning. Uh, you know you can't control it when it comes to LeBron, man. Oh. Uh.
1: You can, you can't do it. Probably not. <laughs> no, no. When you Probably. talk about LeBron James or Joe Biden, you can you can forget about it. Yep, it's the, going out the window. <laughs> the S is the S is going to hit the fan. Oh yeah, oh yeah, man. Oh yeah. Uh, it's been relatively kind of a slower news week for the most part. You know, outside of um, there's some stuff with Colin Kaepernick. Um, pretty slow. I mean, typically normally this would be a huge week because of the Super Bowl, but um there's no
0: festivities.
1: There's no festivities going on. Uh media day is gonna be virtual. And I think that I think most of all that is gonna happen next week anyway, right?
0: Yeah, it's gonna be ridiculous. Uh they're not even coming in for the game until about forty eight hours out. Yeah, yeah. They're gonna the Chiefs are gonna stay in Kansas City and
1: uh it's just business as usual for um for um the the bucks yeah they're playing the, they're playing at home
0: <laughs> the the super Bowl's is being treated uh for Kansas City as if it was a regular road game and Tampa is playing it like it's a regular home game yeah uh, it's worked from a covid standpoint so far so and look we do I mean, it is shocking how well the NFL actually made it through the season. You know? Yeah, yeah. You know, but I will give, look, I don't like to give Roger Goodell any credit. But because there is one one game I feel like he really messed up on. But I will give him credit for one thing. He said, come hell or high water, we are playing this damn season. And we are playing these games. Yeah, well, of
1: course. They don't want to lose out on the money.
0: Yeah, yeah, but, you know, I mean, good God, the NBA, MLB was moving games around, uh, especially the MLB. The MLB, it got a little ugly for a while with yeah. uh, teams like my, the Miami Marlins and the St. Louis Cardinals, I remember. The Marlins got wiped out for what, like 14, 15 days? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah. They couldn't get their asses out of the strip clubs down in Miami. <laughs> exactly.
1: And you know what? When it when it comes to this uh, Super Bowl, man, if there was ever a time to actually really, really lock it down, it'll be this week. Because if anybody tests positive for the virus, they are out. Imagine Tom Brady and uh, Patrick Mahomes testing positive right now. They're going to be out. And the NFL is testing Two times a day, this Super Bowl could be all time, and then it could be all time
0: bad if both of those guys get the virus. Well, riding down the road the other day, I sent you a message and I said, Do you realize that theoretically, theoretically, we could have a Super Bowl with Blaine Gabbard versus Chad Henning at quarterback? Oh my
1: God. You know that could
0: be horrible.
1: I don't even want to imagine that situation.
0: Some weird sort of way that would be. And and what's interesting about that is, or let's say Tom Brady plays and Chad Henney is playing for the Chiefs. No matter what, a Michigan Wolverines quarterback is going to win the Super Bowl. (laughs) Uh, I don't even care. I do not want to see Chad Henney. Playing the Super Bowl. I just don't want to see it. God, I love Chad Henning in college. I thought, man, he's going to be a great one. <laughs> yeah. And I got I know that one I, wrong. <laughs> and I know that
1: uh, I didn't put this in the title. Of course, you know, the title of the stream is on LeBron. Got called a racist, which we know about. And Matt Stafford got traded. Completely forgot about the Super Bowl because it just feels so different. Because it doesn't feel like Super Bowl. And half of the fans are going to be like medical personnel. But uh, I think we need to address something with this whole Patrick Mahomes thing. The media is doing it again. They I was have hoping they new talking about that. I, I, I didn't realize. I didn't think about it until we went live here. The media is doing it again. They have found their Aaron Rodgers 2.0 now. Though so he's going to be the GOAT no matter what. Mahomes has played what? Three seasons? Something like that? This this is his this is fourth season, I believe, right? Or third.
0: Uh this is his fourth season. Yeah. Okay. No. They are way
1: over hyping him right now. And it's not his fault. Patrick Mahomes is great. But when you saying that if he wins this Super Bowl, he can get into the goat conversation of all time. That is absolute blasphemy, man. That That is crazy. Does the world sports media, do they realize that the chiefs are going to have major cap problems? They're not keeping all these players. One thing about Tom Brady, man, he has been able to do it with multiple ever changing talent. Patrick Mahomes is not going to have all these players. It's not, it's not going to happen.
0: Dude, I can't believe we're even having this conversation. Uh, but look, it started last year. It started last year after he yeah. won the Super Bowl. Um, what is even close right now? In terms of football, there's only one conversation you could theoretically have, and that's Joe Montana versus Tom Brady because Joe yeah. went four for four. That's and the only at, conversation you can have. That, man,
1: he only went to four. Brady's went to 10. Yeah. The record before Brady was um, John Elway. He won two.
0: Two. I, I this don't, is insane. The, the, the devaluing of the championship is what bothers me so much in the conversation. Um, I just can't. I can't understand. Look, do I think Mahomes will potentially win say three? Sure. Three and that's probably a stretch just because there's so
1: few players that even won three. I mean, Drew but, Brees won one.
0: Aaron Rodgers won one. I between mean, between Brees and Rodgers they have two together total. Together. Pe- people
1: don't realize how quickly things can change and turn around. Look at the 1990s Cowboys. The Chiefs are not the 90s Cowboys. Those 90s Cowboys were way better than than the Chiefs. They won three, and then the wheels fell off. It fell off. That's the real NFL right here. What you saw from Brady and the Patriots, that's an anomaly. A complete anomaly, man. And before... Before them, the San Francisco 49ers were really, really good for a very, very long time. Yeah. And when they lost some Montana, they were good like every year. They won one.
0: That's right. This is insane.
1: Uh, I mean, if Mahomes wins three,
0: he's still not in the conversation. He's still not in the conversation. Not even close.
1: Not even close. And then at that, no team has won three Super Bowls in a row. Ever.
0: Does it well again, even if he even if he wins three in a row, it does not matter. No. Mah, Mahomes has to get to five to get into the conversation. Five. Okay. Yeah. Th- that's to get in the conversation. If he yeah. wants to be the best ever, he's going to have to win potentially eight. (laughs) Yeah. You know, name,
1: name the QBs that have won five. I'll save you the time. It's one guy, Tom Brady. Yeah. How many have won four? It is Terry Bradshaw, who nobody thinks is the goat. Joe Montana. That's it. Right. Right. And three, three Super Bowls, uh, Troy Aikman, and of course we just said montana and um and bradshaw and brady that's it
0: these things that's are hard it. man that's it that's, that's it these things are hard well look look we know what the deal is with brady we know what the deal is because the, they can't, media, the media hates him they can't keep they cannot keep their politics out of their journalism they cannot do it yeah yeah They cannot do it. Ever since what a one singular red MAGA hat was laying in a locker. All of a sudden, Tom Brady became trash. He became trash. They tried to pass the mantle to every quarterback that came along. Every single one, man. And Rodgers? No, Roger, well, they didn't. No. They didn't say that about Roethlisberger. Some people tried to because Roger, uh, uh, Roethlisberger won too. Uh, it's not. It's not a conversation. It's not. E. We're talking about it because the media has made it a conversation. It yeah, shouldn't get brought up. It shouldn't even get brought up.
1: Here's another thing, man. Both me and you have said that that Eli Manning is not a Hall of Famer. We both agree on that. We've been very, very clear about that. But the media's excuse is, oh, he beat Tom Brady. Okay. If he had beat any other team, would anybody be talking about Eli Manning in the Hall of Fame?
0: No, no. No. And, And the only reason Eli gets brought up, because in the history of football, you can't tell the story or the history of football Without telling the story of that Giants team that beat that undefeated Patriots team, yeah, that's the only only argument there. And far as Eli goes, you know, I hate to break it to people, but if if people really and truly, Eli only had nine or ten really really great games in his career, and they were all playoff <laughs> games, basically. Yep. <laughs> and, and I'm
1: going to I'm going to bring up his uh, stats from that uh, 2007 season here, Eli Manning. Yeah, no. it's not pretty, folks. And there was talk about him getting bench. 2007, 56% completion. Woo. 33, 3,336 yards, 6.3 yards per carry, 23 touchdown passes, 20 interceptions. His passer rating for the season, 73.9. Oh, oh. Does that, does that sound oh. Hall of Fame to you?
0: Do you know who has an actual better career, really and truly, like far as touchdown-interception ratio, et cetera, et cetera? Who is that? Alex Smith. (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, I mean, he he has been a better game-in and game-out professional quarterback than Eli Manning was over the course of a career. I mean, yeah. that's just a fact. He just didn't have the playoff run, although he almost had it with Harbaugh, but and might have had it had Harbaugh not benched him for Colin Kaepernick. Right, right. Now, this
1: guy brings up, bring up Aikman's stats while you at it. I think I know where he's going with this. Probably the same place but, I'd go. <laughs> but but the thing is, man, Troy Aikman played in a completely different era, man. It's a true. A completely that's true. different era. That's I if you want to bring up uh, Troy, a- actually, Eli's Manning stats are similar to Troy Aikman, to tell you the truth. But Troy played in a different era, more physical, and it was more of a running league. And folks, Troy Aikman was light years more accurate than Eli Manning. There was a time right. he was the most accurate quarterback Dude, in the history of he football. He had a season where he completed 69% of his passes. That is tremendously great to Today. But I know I know where he's going with this. Troy Aikman had a season where he had ninety nine. Yeah, but early in his career, man, early in just about every QB's career, they were all throwing picks. That first Cowboys team he was on was one of the worst teams ever. Ever. I think he threw throw twenty eight picks one year or twenty six. He had the record. 28 interceptions his first season. I think he went like uh, 26 touchdowns, 28 interceptions. Actually, to tell you the truth, Peyton Manning's first four years wasn't that good. It really wasn't. He was putting up a lot of yards and everything, but he wasn't Peyton Manning as we know him
0: you're, those first you're, four years. You're not wrong. In his first four years, people would actually, in this day and time, be considering drafting another quarterback.
1: Yeah, about it. Actually, I'm you know, gonna up, I'm, I'm gonna pull up a uh, Peyton Manning stats here. I, I'm I'm liking that we actually talking about the games. All right, Peyton Manning. He was drafted in 1998. First season, no, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, first season he completed just about 57 percent of his passes in 1998. That's actually good for that time. Uh, 3,739 yards, which is really good. Six point six point five yards per carry, which is really good. Yep, 26 touchdowns, 28 interceptions, and a 71.2 QB rating. And the net season, 62% of his passes, 4,100 yards, 26 touchdowns, and 15 interceptions. And really, 15 interceptions back in that day, that wasn't a whole lot. Not a whole lot. 90.7 QB rating. And then the next season he goes, uh, now the third season is actually really good. 62.5% of his passes, 4,400 yards, uh, 33 touchdowns and 15 pits, 94.7 QB rating. Then the fourth season he was in Indy, still 62% of his passes, um, 26 touchdowns, 23 interceptions. That's not that good. 84 QB rating. And I think he really kind of turned into Peyton Manning as we know him. 2003. So that's like one, two, three, four, five, six seasons in. This is where I consider Peyton Manning being Peyton Manning. He completed 67% of his passes just under 4,300 yards. 29 touchdowns, 10 pits, 99 QB rating. And then, you know, he went for 49 the next year. That's when he really became Peyton Manning.
0: (laughs) Well, and also his first four years in the league, if we're being completely honest, he was in the tail end of the era where they still played defense. They still would would not let a wide receiver run across the middle untouched, you know, (laughs) guys were still getting their heads knocked off. You know, Rod Woodson was still playing back in those days uh, yeah. at, at safety. Safeties were actually still knocking people's blocks off right. when they were trying to go across the middle and catch balls. Um, I don't guess that changed really and truly to what about. It was about 2004, 2005 that they started kind of cracking down on that. Yeah. And, yeah. and you started seeing quarterback stats improve. Quarterback except- stats exploded. Except Eli's. (laughs) Eli
1: Eli remained pretty consistent throughout his career. Uh, We got one super chat here from Mick Walsh for five euros. Roger Goodell basically telling telling the China virus to screw themselves. Keep up the good work, work guys. Thank you for that uh, super chat, man. The virus isn't stopping the the NFL. As much as the Corona bros want to put a stop to it, it's not going to stop one more game left, man. And then we got the Mars's NBA at China. (laughs) uh,
0: Mike Florio and Peter King did their damnedest to try to kill the league this year. They did (laughs) 30 minutes of pro football talk every day had to be about the virus and the different scenarios that might happen that would stop the league from being able to play this week. Now, I am gonna hammer Goodell for one thing. What's I that? think he got one game horribly wrong. And that okay. was the that was the Denver Bronco game that he refused to move when they lost all of their quarterbacks when they were playing the Saints. He said, okay. Well, I won't consider it an outbreak because it only happened to one portion of the team. And I'm like, come on, man. You're giving the other team an automatic victory that that the Denver Broncos had to roll a wide receiver that they had drafted that was on their practice squad that had played one season of quarterback at Wake Forest. Right. They rolled him out there as a starter. And it was ridiculous because at the time, Goodell was moving games to Tuesday. All four quarterbacks were going to be available on the ne- the next day on Monday. He could have moved it to Monday Night Football, and he refused to do it. That was, in my opinion, that was a gross failure by Roger Goodell and a blatant competitive advantage to the Saints not having yep. any actual quarterbacks. Yeah. Uh, so yep. anyway, I hated that. I hated it. So yeah. Um, the
1: Greg for five dollars. Eli Manning was Ryan Fitzpatrick with an elite D go Bruins Fire Chip Kelly. He's not wrong about that, about comparing Eli Manning to Ryan Fitzpatrick. I do think that Eli is better, but it ain't by much. Do you? Do you? Are you sure? I mean, he's, that's a good comparison though. Don't you think? Oh, it's, it's, it's. I'm
0: gonna. I gotta pull up Brian Fitzpatrick stats because. Well,
1: think think of this, man. Eli Manning, his career QB rating, eighty four point one. Now, he actually somebody in chat had actually brought up a uh, Troy Aikman stats. Okay, this is Troy Aikman who played in the nineteen nineties, a completely different era, right here, where you can actually still you know rough up people. Troy right. Aikman, eighty one point six. Troy Aikman had QB ratings of of uh 93.6 in 1995, 99 QB rating in 1993 and that actually led the league. His uh, completion percentages were in his prime wow. 65%, 64%, 69%, 64%, 64%, 64%. That's insane in the 1990s. That's insane. That's why a lot of people believe he is one of the most accurate quarterbacks ever, and his uh, career completion percentage was 61.4 sits, which is good. Joe Flacco. Oh. Somebody brings that up too. Joe Flacco. Uh, Eli is like Flacco to me. That's that's a good comparison right there.
0: I can I tell think you,
1: Eli was a little better, though. I think Eli could actually be more of a playmaker to me.
0: On a smaller scale, because Fitz, Fitzpatrick didn't get to start as many games initially, <laughs> the numbers the numbers aren't that unsimilar. To be honest with you, yeah, let, uh, let me look. I'm gonna pull up his stats too. I, I've got his I've got his stats up right now. Um, 60.7% completion, 35,000 yards, 223 touchdowns, 169 picks for Fitzpatrick. And Fitzpatrick's completion percentage is better than Eli's. Yeah. Yeah. Now Eli threw for a lot more yards, but he got a lot more, um, he got more opportunities. There were, look, Eli probably should have been benched. He probably should have been benched uh, maybe yeah, by five years. Se- yeah, three five to five seasons. years earlier. Yeah. Because
1: if you look at Eli's last um, his last season, he pretty much got benched that season. Six touchdowns, five pits. Then he went um, the year before, not too bad, but not spectacular. 21 touchdowns, 11 interceptions, 92.4 QB rating, which is actually, I believe, Close to his career high on that. But before that, 19 touchdowns, 13 interceptions. Um, no, this, this is one season where he was really bad. Where was it at? Um. Oh, here it is. 2013. 18 touchdowns, 27 interceptions. That's Jameis Winston like.
0: No, but he could even, no, but he
1: couldn't even throw. He couldn't even throw twenty touchdown passes.
0: No, Jameis's year was better than that significantly. <laughs> I, I know, I know it was. He, Jameis went for five thousand yards and at least threw thirty touchdowns, thirty three yeah. touchdowns. Eli threw for thirty eight hundred yards. That's yeah. back
1: in twenty thirteen.
0: Oh, crab legs outperformed him that year. <laughs>
1: yeah. So I guess I'll be fair. I should. He probably should have been benched like three years before he retired, roughly. And everybody joining us, smash the thumbs up button if you do not mind. We had over 400 people watching. Uh, We only got 175 thumbs up. I know we can get to 300 thumbs up because I'm pretty sure most of you guys watching have not smashed the thumbs up button. And we've been going off on this uh, for a while. I mean, anybody that's been watching me and Rose since this uh, channel started, neither one of us are an Eli fan. We're not. But uh, did I read? Oh, $5 Super Chat from Mark Schaefer. Refresh my memory, but both times Eli won the Super Bowl was because of a desperation throw that found his target. Now, in 2007, that was a desperation throw. He was under pressure. He just threw it up for grabs. But remember, before that play, Asante Samuel dropped the interception before yeah. that.
0: Yeah. He, that was now, the David the David Tyree catch. Yeah, against the helmet. Yeah, that was the helmet catch. And then in the other game, I think he's thinking about he's thinking he's about,
1: about the Mar- Mario Mario Montana Manningham. Game. That was a yeah. damn good throw, right?
0: there. It was a great throw. It was I think a great it was throw. The best throw of Eli's career. Yeah. It was a great throw. Yeah, it was a
1: great throw right there. And uh, that was not just throwing it up for grabs right there. That was a damn good throw right there. A damn good throw. Yeah. Yeah, but uh. The Giants almost – they almost could have blew it because, remember, they were they were right there like on a one- or two-yard line or something. And the running back, I think i think he didn't want to score. But I think he did fall, fall in the end zone. I can't remember that. Remember, they were – they got down too close to the end zone. I can't remember running Matt's name. That's back in 2011.
0: Which one of those games was it that Tom Brady blatantly overthrew a wide-open Julian Edelman? Close to the end zone, towards the Julian end of the Edelman. game. Yeah, he threw the ball to. It went, uh, it
1: went against the Giants, then.
0: Uh, yeah, it was. It was in one of those two Giants Super Bowl games. He he, he threw was, the ball. He threw the ball at Edelman. J- Julian
1: Edelman wasn't he, on. Uh, he missed. You oh, talking about? West he's talking about Wes Welker?
0: May, not Julian Edelman. Uh, one of the Wes
1: Welker in that Super Bowl. One
0: of the little it, white, it, white boys. Yeah, yeah.
1: But, <laughs> but here, here's the thing, man. It was slightly off, but it hit Wes Welker right in the hands and he dropped it. That could have won the game because that was near the end of the
0: game. It was real close and, to the end zone, yeah.
1: And then after that, that's when Eli threw the Mario Manningham pass. But Wes Welker hit him right in the hands, and Wes Welker never played for the Patriots again because I think he was in Belichick's doghouse for that.
0: Well, the slow was, was
1: just slightly he, off.
0: He was already punch drunk by that time. So uh, Wes Welker, bless his heart, is – He's a boxer now. I mean, not literally a boxer, but he's punch drunk like a boxer. He's had so many concussions.
1: Yeah, true.
0: Um, Joe Bob
1: Tarheel with a one dollar super chat. Really appreciate that. Didn't say anything.
0: Thank you, Joe Bob. Thank you. One of my favorite um, uh names we've got going through the chat. Yeah,
1: yeah. Nice. Um, so I guess we can kind of go taper into the topics that's actually on the uh, live stream here. <laughs> One LeBron James, man. You put up a video on that. Well, I'm pretty sure you had a lot of fun making that video, too.
0: I did. Yeah, uh, so LeBron showed up to play a game in Cleveland, Ohio. By the way, isn't LeBron from that area? Isn't he from Akron? Very close to yeah. Cleveland. Yeah. And when He, he went sho- off in that game, too. Yeah, when he showed up a fan uh, had a number of select shirts. One that read, LeBron James is a racist. Um, LeBron is a narcissist. By the way, I looked up the definition for narcissist. That dude hit it pretty close to the mark. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and Gloria goes west, which White. was not... My personal favorite, frankly. That, that one right there. <laughs> that may have been the most disrespectful one right there. Ooh, man. Do you remember that ESPN and the mainstream media refused to cover that story? They refused oh, yeah. to cover it. Uh, yeah, and, and Skip Bayless was saying
1: that LeBron had to be sedated because that, like, really, really affected him.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh well some people gave him a pass in the playoffs for that whole situation. And in in case uh, in case anybody doesn't know in the chat, uh I'll try to say this as tastefully as possible. LeBron James's mother had a relationship with Delonte West who was on the team at the time during the playoffs. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: I don't know what made Gloria James do something like that, but how how did um how did
0: LeBron even find out? Uh, I guess it just it, it literally came out in the locker room, bowled over or something. I don't know. <laughs> of course, Delonte West has not had the greatest life post basketball. You know, uh, that dude
1: has some serious problems,
0: man yeah Ed Bruch, that that's worth a like <laughs> <laughs> oh that's great uh so yeah uh it's funny that 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 uh that that fan brought that particular shirt with him and uh look um uh, lebron stated people people kind of forget that i try to make sure i remind everybody but You know, LeBron stated that in a documentary that he didn't like white people very much. Okay. He just come right out and said it. Okay. Now, you know where I come from, that's some racist tendencies. If you ask me personally speaking. Okay. I I agree, man. I agree. I, I understand I'm white. I understand I'm a redneck. I understand my race is not supposed to count, but damn it to hell, it does whether LeBron likes it or not. So, it seems well, to me...
1: not be- not in Wilt 2020, man, because th- I don't know if you watch a ABL, ABL's video yesterday. This isn't this is sports-related, but a couple of guys were actually nominated for a Grammy in a certain category.
0: I saw it. And they backed the out
1: of it because there was there was but white people in that category.
0: That, that's how wokeness gets you, man. And aren't yeah, I mean, it's a race for the most woke. How long have I said that? Two years now. Yeah,
1: yeah. I, I'm still waiting to see when uh, a white person is going to win a, a best new song in the rap category. Has it happened? Maybe, but I'm pretty sure there aren't too many white people nominated for that category.
0: Oh, somebody just get up there and just <laughs> run a flip the script on them. <laughs> Yep. You can't do that, dude. Can't do it. Yep. Uh-uh. Um, Mark Roberts with
1: a $5 Super Chat. Morning. Good morning, guys. Do you believe that Tom Brady played in the Montana era that he would be the GOAT? What happened if Joe played in this era? Ooh. I, I mean, that's that's kind of hard to say because what team would Brady be on? I, I don't know. That's a tough... That's a tough question right there. But I believe if you reach the level of a Tom Brady or Joe Montana, you're probably going to be the GOAT no matter what area you play in. You're going to translate. You're, you're going to translate.
0: translate. Yeah.
1: Now, if the Patriots were going head-to-head with the 49ers, the 49ers would probably beat them. Those teams were stacked. Those Patriots
0: teams weren't stacked like the 49ers or the Cowboys. I can tell you right now, had, close. had they played – That '94 Steve Young team, we would have rolled their ass. That that uh, 1994
1: team was stacked.
0: It was the best Niners team I have seen in my lifetime. The talent on that team was. Once we got Dion, it was officially the baddest team (laughs) I can remember us putting out there. You know, yeah, yeah.
1: Almost there aren't too many teams that could actually. Take out those 49ers teams or those cowboys teams. I mean, those cowboys teams in the nineties was steamrolling. Steamrolling. The Buffalo Bills, who were stacked also.
0: The Bills were great. They the were Bills great. were great.
1: They were stacked. Yeah. Hall of Famers yeah. everywhere, just like the Cowboys. It's it's
0: still and they got blown off the field, man. It's unbelievable that they never won a Super Bowl. It really is. People yeah. forget- People they forget. Came close, man. The Bills. Jim had Kelly their own. was. Jim Kelly was all time great, man. The Bills had their own triplets. Yep. Thurman Thomas, yeah. Andre Reed. I mean, Jim Kelly. You know when Daryl Talley was on that team, Cornelius Bennett. That was a great Bills team. Yeah, it yeah. really was.
1: But to sum up your question, Tom Brady could play in any era. Joe Montana could play in any era. That's, that's just a fact. Would they be the GOAT? I still think think they could be the GOAT,
0: no matter what. I would love to see what my – I would – you know what? I know we're talking Joe Montana, but if there was one quarterback I could see play in this era, I would love to see play. It would be Dan Marino. He would throw for 120,000 yards. You know
1: what It (laughs) happened.
0: If Dan Marino was in this era.
1: They would be talking about him as the goat because they're comparing Patrick Mahomes uh, first few years to Dan Marino from a statistic standpoint. It's Dan Marino and it's not even close because you would have to translate his numbers into today's game. Wow. I'm not saying he would have any Super Bowls but he'd be throwing for like 7,000 yards and like what? 65 touchdown passes.
0: It's that's the equivalent. Really? People don't understand. He's the most talented QB ever. Talented QB I've ever seen play. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yes, I absolutely would love to see Warren moon get a chance to play now. Yeah. Warren moon also, uh, I'd love to see Randall Cunningham play now. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah.
1: I really Randall would. Cunningham, he can, he can move, man. He can move. Woo, he was good. Um, we got a ten dollars super chat from my boy Prophet Cow Goma Cow. I will say that Super Bowl. Um, I'm assuming it's uh, 32 with the um, with the Giants and Pats had the the last great halftime show. It was Tom Petty and Heartbreakers. I don't remember that uh, halftime show. No, best halftime show ever was Michael Jackson uh, when the Cowboys won the Super Bowl. That was the best halftime show. Prince was really good too. That's my two favorites, right there. What about you, Rhodes?
0: Um, my top two would be I I, I look I'm a huge Tom pretty Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers fan, huge, huge, like. I've I've been a Tom Petty fan since probably I was seven years old. So that was a big one for me. Um, Prince was the best. Prince was was the best for me. Yeah. Yeah. It was great. It was great. And look, Prince is a highly underrated. He was a highly underrated guitarist. He played like 20
1: different instruments.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Okay. So. Thank you, L.A. with a 4 dollars Super Chat. Has Brady officially passed Jordan as the greatest player in American team sports? We all know LaChana never will. Yeah, I put up a video on that, actually. Um, I came out and said it. I said, yeah. And it almost sounded blasphemous because <laughs> I never thought. I never thought, man. I mean, honestly, I, we already knew that Tom Brady was the GOAT. But what he did getting this team to the Super Bowl, because I think before the season, I think both of us said, um, I don't know about the Bucks," but they turned it around, man. I mean, he I, yeah. was the major difference.
0: I said before the season, I said he would not make it this year. He'd make it next year is what I actually said. Yeah. Um, and- to hell with me and my okay. I'm gonna eat some goat here. Okay, I messed up that Tom Brady shouldn't go to the Niners thing. <laughs> I messed it up. <laughs> so there it is. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna eat crow on that. Okay. Uh, so yeah, there it is. I I I owned it. I screwed that one up. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> now that he's in the Super Bowl, I'm like, oh, what did we do?
1: <laughs> so so do you have him above Jordan?
0: I've got him tied. I've got him tied right now. I, I can go with that. I've, I got, mean, I've and- got him tied. He can break it. If he wins it, Yeah, it's a done deal. Yeah. If, it's a done deal. If
1: he actually wins this, this will be probably his greatest achievement ever. Goes to a new team with a losing culture and defeats Breeze, Rodgers, and Mahomes. I don't think you can get any better than that. And I can say if Tom Brady wins the Super Bowl, definitely there's no way Patrick Mahomes is catching him. No way. Actually, I don't think Patrick Mahomes is probably going to win four Super Bowls. I think the cap is three. I think what the media is saying, man, they are putting unrealistic expectations on Patrick Mahomes. Nobody else is done with Brady's done. Nobody has come close. To get the five Super Bowls. It's like impossible. Brady. And. Elway. The only ones. Joe Montana. As great as he was. Got the four. Which was a lot. And that was actually. Um, Roger Staubach. He got the uh, four. Terry Bradshaw got the four. Yep, And those teams were stat. And they only got the four. And four may not seem like a lot because of what Brady's done. But if you take Brady out the equation, that's a lot. That's a lot.
0: Yeah, four still seems pretty good to me. Because for for so long, I lived with four as being the gold standard in my head. So it's still... It's oh, still yeah. a step up, you know, and
1: we've, we forget Peyton Manning went to four also. He went to four. Uh, LA says four ninety nine. I don't, I don't think it's fair to compare Brady or Jordan to athletes in individual sports, such as Michael Phelps or Usain Bolt or Floyd Mayweather. Now, when it comes to Olympic athletes, I think that's even harder because you only see them every four years. What, LeBron is doing, and you know Jordan and and Brady, you know they're doing it every single year. Nobody pays attention to Michael Phelps except for what every four years, and what he has done is incredible. Yeah, and I get, I get where you're going. Like a yeah. uh, tennis man, my favorite athlete of all time is Rafael Nadal in tennis. I know it's very, very hard to compare his 20 major tennis championships to Brady's six Super Bowls. But you can also look at who he beat. He beat Federer. He beat um, uh, Djokovic. Those guys, um, Brady, he beat, um, he's beaten Peyton Manning. It, it's, it's tough. And then the fact, you know, with the QBs, they're not going head to head. But in these individual sports, and they're definitely going head to head. I mean, you can even break it down even further here. When you play tennis, Nadal is going against Federer. They're actually hitting a tennis ball against each other. Whereas in swimming, Michael Phelps isn't really directly in contact with the other swimmers. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So yeah. you, even if you want to get more technical.
0: I think there's something to be said, though, in team sports. The idea that you've got a to get everybody rowing in one direction in order to win a singular championship. And then, and then for Brady to have done that six different times and just to get to the title game, he had to get his entire team going in one direction, 10 seasons, (laughs) 10 seasons to get to the super bowl. And look, we're missing one other thing with Brady. What's that? he's played in fourteen championship championship games, <laughs> games. i mean that's ludicrous that's it's
1: ludicrous stupid. and this is what it, this is his twenty first season yeah and and technically he's only he's only really played um nineteen seasons because he didn't play his first year and he was out in two thousand eight so nineteen seasons he's been in fourteen championship games fourteen and he already has as many NFC championships as Rodgers and Breeze. And they've been in the NFC their whole career. Yeah. Think of that. Um, Mark Roberts for $5. Why is Bill Russell not in a conversation as the greatest of all time? He has 11 championship rings. This is what I always said about Bill Russell. Okay, I
0: know, I know why I don't have him in there. Bill
1: Russell, also in his era, man, the NBA was in its infancy. He was playing, he wasn't even playing against full time athletes. Those guys are like used car mechanics in the offseason. Also, when you look at um, Bill Russell, he played with like seven Hall of Famers on one team and he wasn't even the leading scorer on his own team. If you change up his numbers, actually equate his numbers to today's NBA, you know who Bill Bill Russell is? Dikembe Mutombo. Because Bill Russell. Averaged fourteen points per game for his career and like twenty-two boards. The amount of possessions that he had back in his day were way more, way more possessions back in those days. So if you equate it to today's game, he's like a nine-point per game guy and like twelve rebounds. That that's just the way it
0: is. Not only that, but wasn't most people they were playing against like six-two? Yeah, that wasn't any six-one. You know? Yeah.
1: And that's no no fault to Bill Russell, but there was also like ten teams in the league. It was essentially the WNBA back then. Right. That's really what it was. Right. Um the grab for five dollars. If you rather go four and four in Super Bowls than go to ten and and possibly go seven and three or six and four, I got a head coach in Westwood that would like to to talk to you about taking over your team. I would much rather go seven and three in a Super Bowl than four and four, because yeah, chances yeah. are you probably lost in the first round. I think it's much better to lose in a championship than the first round, because think of this, man. Would you rather be? Let's say that Jerry West never won a championship. I know he won. He won one. Would you rather be Jerry West? And I believe he he lost what nine NBA titles in the finals. Yeah. Would you rather be him or Tracy McGrady, who never got out the first round? And Tracy McGrady was tremendous. So is it better to have a zero and zero record in the NBA finals or zero and (laughs) nine? It's zero and nine, and it's not even close. Right.
0: Right. Right. Yeah, you're you're right. You're right. And and I love T Mac, man. T Mac. Well, man, still, just still just look him? just look at if if Charles Barkley just had one ring, just one damn ring, <laughs> you know they they would probably say he was the greatest power forward of all time. Or or yeah, very, well, probably yeah, yeah. Well, Tim. I mean Duncan, pre Tim pre Duncan. Tim,
1: but Tim pre- Duncan.
0: Free Tim Duncan, right. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. Fair. That's fair. I mean, Barkley
1: retired in two thousand. Yeah. When he retired, they would probably say he was the greatest power forward of all time. If Carl title,
0: Malone would have got one or two. Good. But God. when Carl
1: Malone, but when Carl Malone retired, he was considered the greatest power forward of all time at that point. Now, when you look at it though, Tim Duncan, Tim Duncan was a better defender. But there's no question, man, that Carl Malone was a better offensive force than Tim Duncan. He was. Uh, L.A. went another $5 super chat. Who is closer to LeBron? Who is closer, LeBron to Jordan or Rodgers to Brady? I don't think that Rodgers is even better than Manning, Montana, Elway, or Breeze. I agree with that. Um, Actually, LeBron is closer to Jordan than Rodgers is to Brady. I don't think, I don't think anybody really debate that. I don't think so. Now, I don't think that LeBron is close to being Jordan, but Rogers is light years away from being better than Brady all time.
0: Why does Rogers even get brought up? Drew Brees, huh? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, Drew Brees and Rogers are look guys, they great statistical careers, but they're over here. They're not even in the conversation. Here's Elway, the Montana, you know, I hey, mean, they're
1: just not. Here's the problem with Breeze. Drew Breeze will have zero MVPs. Rodgers is about to have three. Okay. I mean, Tom that's, has that's at least fair. Yeah. Hey, Peyton Manning has five, even though I, I believe that Drew Breeze got robbed in 2009. They gave it to Peyton Manning. I think Breeze should have won that one, but they gave it to uh, Peyton Manning. Uh, but I think that's the issue right there. He doesn't have any MVPs. See, the thing with Drew Drew Brees is, I believe that Brees is somewhat of a um, a stat pattern. For a while, then New Orleans man. They would just let him throw, throw, throw. He would always have like the most attempts and everything. Uh, Drew Brees, Drew Brees actually has the most attempts of all time. Because they would just throw, throw, throw. I mean. The thing is, man, I think this is also something that kind of separates Tom Brady from like a Drew Brees. Drew Brees out of, outside of um that dome in New Orleans. It's not the same guy. I'm not saying he's not great, but he's clearly not Drew Brees in the Superdome. Have you noticed that?
0: he was, he was considerably different on the road than he was in the Superdome right. <laughs> right. considerably. Yeah. And, and a lot of that's got to do with, look, even 10 years ago, Joe Brees, arm strength wasn't great. It wasn't. Yeah. You know, I watched him play at Purdue. His arm strength wasn't great in college, you know, cause Purdue played Michigan every year, generally speaking, but uh yeah i you, remember you, I remember him in college and it his his he's never had great arm strength. he was always a uh you know thirty five yard kind of let's not go any further than that too too
1: often. Where do you have drew brees ranked? It's a
0: little tricky um I would have to sit down and actually write it out, but
1: I already have my top five set in stone.
0: He would not be in my top five. I can no, tell he's you not there. top five. He easily, he, he wouldn't he, be in my top he five.
1: He may be in the top ten. Like, Rodgers may be in the top ten. I'll have to see where their careers kind of play out. Because I have Brady Montana, John Elway, Roger Starbuck, Peyton Manning. That's my top five right there for sure. For sure. Um. Would you have Drew Brees over... Um, Brett Favre? No, hell. No, I'll, I'll take I'll take Brett Favre.
0: <laughs> no, what did, did you ask me that for real? Yeah. <laughs> of course, I mean, of course, Brett was my second favorite quarterback ever. So that's probably I, mean, I may be biased, but look, I would not have Drew over Dan Marino. No, I wouldn't either. I wouldn't either. Uh, yeah, I, I just wouldn't. I mean, out of the guys just won the
1: Super Bowls, he would actually be at the lower end of those. That's why I'm saying he's probably number 12. I mean, it's tough, man. Like, Also, I'm a bit Jim Kelly fan, too. Jim Kelly is going to be one of those guys that's going to be kind of hard to rank because he doesn't have a Super Bowl. But he's got four four straight. straight. Went to four straight. Yeah. Nobody's went to four straight. Yeah, the Patriots came close. People don't. Jim Kelly was great, great man. Great. He was great yeah. man. Tremendous, great. Jim Kelly is probably going to go. I mean, if he just won one of those, Jim Kelly would probably be in the top ten. He would be remembered as a top ten quarterback. That's how good he was. And the thing, but the problem with him is he didn't start in, in the NFL. He actually had to start off here in Houston with the Houston Wranglers in um USFL. Those, yeah, USFL. Yeah. yeah. And his Him NFL with, career was uh ten years.
0: Steve Young years. played in the USFL too. Yeah.
1: Now, would you have Drew Brees above Steve Young? Not a prayer.
0: Not, not you not being the
1: forty nine
0: not even in the conversation. <laughs> Sorry, Drew Brees. Dude, I gotta be honest with you. I'm not as a total package goes, I'm not that impressed with Drew Brees. I'm not. So I think, you think he's more of a stat pattern. I, than I think I think he got floated into. Uh, people don't give Sean Payton enough credit for being elite offensive when it comes to uh, play scheming. He's very very good at getting the ball into his playmakers' hands. Okay. Like, in other words, good luck to Michael Thomas in New Orleans when they finally get fed up with your ass. You're not catching 150 balls ever again. You'll never catch over 80 again, maybe over 70 again. You just won't. That is a product of Sean Payton. That is a product of Sean Payton. It was a perfect marriage between Sean Payton and, and look, some somebody could say, well, yeah, but Brady got with Belichick. Belichick's not an offensive coach. No, it's not an offensive coach. Okay, and it's it's pretty clear, man, who won that
1: battle. It's Brady, and that's that's an easy answer now. Easy, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, it, it, yeah. The case is closed there. Yeah,
1: we got a one more super chat here from uh, Taker Six One Zero for two dollars. As a hot sky, Rams yeah. getting Stafford sucks. Yeah, we haven't even talked about that. I'm, we're gonna actually get into that um here in a minute. Uh thanks for that uh super chat too, by the way. Somebody says Breeze is underrated. I'm gonna say I wanna say he's rated. He's rated. I don't I don't know how you can be underrated. I mean, but he has a ton of stats. Second, the most passing yards ever, which Brady's going to break next year. Um, Second in TD passes. He's rated to me. You think Um,
0: he's properly rated?
1: I think he's roughly properly rated. Okay. I don't think he's necessarily been underrated. Because nobody has really said that he was better than Brady. Nobody said he was better than Manning. Nobody said he's better than Aaron Rodgers in his own era. In his own era and do so see Rogers started in he started in two thousand eight, so I guess that's technically still the same era. Um he's the fourth best QB in his era. Breeze. Yeah. Brady, Peyton Manning, Aaron Rodgers, and Drew Breeze. In that
0: order. Yeah. Yeah, then that's, go, probably, that's probably where I got him. Yeah. yeah.
1: Then I go um Roethlisberger,
0: I guess there I guess then, uh, I guess Favre's error didn't cross over enough with Drew Brees. Yeah, Maybe. Favre
1: was um yeah, I'm not going to consider Favre really a part of it even though he played till 2010. I'm not going to put him in that error. But man, Brett Favre played 10 years in the Tom Brady era though. But he was out of Green Bay. He left Green Bay in two thousand eight. And Favre had three MVPs, and he made three three straight MVPs.
0: Yeah, at that.
1: And uh, this guy says, uh, "I can't see it in front of my camera here, but you guys never heard of Terry Bradshaw? I've heard of Terry Bradshaw. Yeah, he won an MVP, league MVP. He um, got four rings. Four rings. But I think I don't know. I don't think he's better than Roger Staubach. When Roger Staubach actually retired, he had the highest passer rating of all time when he retired. Now this is 1979 and uh let me show you Roger Staubach stats from his last season in in Dallas. This is insane. His last season, okay? And come on, load up. Okay, his career passer rating 83.4. Guess what? That leg, that led, that, that was all, the all time record when he that retired. To,
0: yeah. Yeah.
1: His final season in Dallas completed 58% of his passes, which is extremely high. 3,586 yards, 7.8 yards per attempt.
0: That was a ton of yards 20, back then, too.
1: <laughs> 27 touchdowns, yeah. 11 pits, and a 92.3 QB rating. And he retired. I like Terry Bradshaw, but,
0: uh, yeah, I don't hate on Bradshaw at all. No, I don't hate on Bradshaw.
1: I don't Yeah, And we got a flood of super chats that just came in here. Um, let me catch up here. Mark Roberts, to $5. Another question. Would you guys rather be a hall of famer with no rings or a player with rings that will not get into the hall of fame? I'd rather be, I'd rather be much rather be Carl Malone than Robert Ory. And I love Robert Ory. He's the Houston Rockets guy. He still lives out here in Houston. I love Robert Ory. But I would much rather be have a career like Carl Malone or Charles Barkley. That's not even close. Not
0: close. Uh, Yeah, it's not close for me either. (laughs) Now,
1: Now, a fringe player, a fringe player, would you rather be? Would you rather be a Charles Barkley or a Manu Ginobili? I'd much rather be a Charles Barkley. Yeah. For I don't one, thing, I don't, for one thing, to me, I don't even think Manu Ginobili is a, is a Hall of Famer. That's just me, but because it's considered the National Basketball Hall of Fame worldwide, but his NBA career was not Hall of
0: Fame. I know Spurs fans that would take you to war over that. I know. They, they think he's love be- they think he's better than Tim,
1: But they think he's better than Tim Duncan, which is... <laughs> ludicrous though
0: <laughs> those, those
1: people are crazy
0: I tell you what on NBA jams when Manu got hot though woo, <laughs> he was lighting it up oh, he could God. not be stopped on NBA jams
1: <laughs> Um, LA sends a four ninety nine super chat I um, believe this is his ranking right here number one Brady number two I guess it's Peyton Manning because I know he ain't talking about Eli number three Montana the rest are far behind a lot of people have Elway pretty high, but he can't hold a candle to those three. I got I hmm. got Elway number three. That dude carried three horrible teams to the Super Bowl. And he won an MVP. He went to four and one, two, right? No, went to five. Went to five. That oh, was the hell. record. That was the record before Brady. Five Super Bowls, two wins, but three of those teams had no business being in the Super Bowl. I've
0: got Brady, Montana, God dang it. I probably got Elway number three too. Yeah. Manning. Who the hell would be number five? So I had Roger Staubach above Manning.
1: I know his career was short, but man. He was Peyton Manning with Reins when he played.
0: I'd have to think about that.
1: Number five. Yeah. yeah. Um, Gomer Kyle with a five-dollar super chat. I'll solve it. Take all those Super Bowl titles out. Marino beats all these guys. My opinion. Pure talent. You're just going by talent then. Talent-wise, I've already said Dan Marino is the greatest talent ever at QB. But what you do when it matters most does count. That's what separates, you know, a Brady from a Peyton Manning, for example.
0: Marino would make my top ten. I can tell you that oh, right easily, now. Easily get yeah. top ten. Yeah. He he would be the number one QB
1: without a ring, not even close. Not even close. And I would rank him above um some guys with rings. Somebody said Kaepernick, number five. Oh, stop it, please. And uh, John Eurick with a four ninety nine Super Chat. Thank you for that. And I think I'm caught up on those, on Super Chats.
0: I'm calling it right now. The NFL is going to figure out some way. Those writers are going to figure out some way to get Kaepernick into some kind of a BS Hall of Fame award. You watch <laughs>
1: it. You watch it. No. They, they w- better not.
0: If man. they got to create some kind of a Hall of Fame humanitarian bullshit to get him in... They're gonna get him in somehow. Yeah.
1: Oh, somebody brings up Bart Starr. Now, now it's getting complicated here. Bart Starr, that era right there. I'm mainly talking about the Super Bowl era. If you want to go uh, before that, man, then um, I think the the one guy that could actually be in this conversation would be not not Bart Starr, but um. Man, name slipping my head now, man. I mean, this guy won a ton of championships. Man, why is the name slipping my head now? Oh, um, uh, hold on. (laughs) Eli
0: Eli Manning, number 55. You know what? No kidding. Jeff George had a rocket arm. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. He was a he, complete auto, trash player, but he had a rocket arm.
1: Otto Graham. Otto Graham would definitely be in the He Otto Graham, Graham is in the conversation for greatest football player of all time. If you want to go pre-Super Bowl era,
0: he Otto
1: Graham is not even close.
0: He'd probably be the best pre-Super Bowl uh, player of all time for sure. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Also, you got Johnny Unitas, too. If we can't forget about him. Um, YA Tittle, Bobby Lane. It's tough, man. It's tough trying to rank these guys. Uh, we got a $2 super chat here from Taker 616. 160 million. Don't don't buy a loyal loyalty anymore. Deshaun Khan. <laughs> Talking about Deshaun Watson. It's gonna be interesting to see where that, that guy actually goes. Thanks that's, for the super chat. That's
0: a great, great question. And I gotta make the video that coincides with that. A lot of people were on board with Deshaun making the uh SJW list. A lot of people were not. They were like, he did not do enough to warrant being called an SJW. But look, he, he wants to run himself out of town for, because the Texans aren't woke enough. Exactly. That's worth, he, that's worth consideration. A, a, a franchise quarterback. And look, I know a lot of people want to devalue Deshaun. Deshaun's pretty damn good. All right. He's really good. He's pretty damn good. All right. Uh look, if he hadn't done what he had done, and somebody said, Would you take Deshaun Watson on the Niners? I'd be like, Good God, get him on the team. How do we what do we need to trade to get Deshaun Watson as the Niners quarterback? Uh but but when your opening line is I want out of town because they did not interview Eric B. Enemy and they hired a white general manager and I'm pissed about it. Yeah, you're getting social justice warrior consideration. Most yeah. definitely. No you doubt. You are. No doubt. No doubt.
1: Yeah. Um, we got to wrap this up pretty soon because I have to go on sports wars. But um,
0: and I think real, I got to leave. So yeah, real, real quick though, thoughts on um, Stafford getting um, traded? Oh shit, we didn't even talk about that. Um, look, in a vacuum, I like Stafford going to the Rams. As a Niners fan, I hate it. Um, in fact, I think it's an it's an upgrade. In fact, I thought he was going to the Niners. I did. I that's where I had him going, but. Did I think the Rams were going to give up two first round picks and a third and Jared Goff to get him? I got to be honest with you. The price was too high. The price I don't I don't like him at that price and that's why the Niners didn't get him. No way in hell John Lynch is making that that deal. He's not giving up two first they I gave up
1: Goff and two firsts. That that's a lot for a guy that I don't think overall is a difference maker. I mean the Rams, did they get better? Yeah, but how much better? Not that much better. I don't I don't think um I don't think Stafford is that much of an upgrade
0: over Goff. Do you know what I thought was gonna get it done? What I thought I thought it was gonna be we'll send you Jimmy G in a second and that would have gotten it done.
1: We just realized Jimmy, Jimmy G is still in um San Francisco. Yeah,
0: I mean, oh, look, he's still – I don't care what anybody says, Jimmy's still a competent quarterback. Uh, yeah, yeah. But I, I like him a hell of a lot more than I like Jared Goff. Jared Goff is straight trash. I can't stand him. He's yeah. a he's a sorry-ass quarterback. He's heading straight to Blake Bortlesville right now. He'll be in the XFL here in about three years. If he ain't careful, he may not. It Maybe, maybe two years. Maybe two years. <laughs> uh, I, I don't like Jared Golf at all. I don't. Yeah. Um, I'm shocked. That, I can't believe. Look, the Lions. I don't care what anybody says. The Lions made out in this. They they didn't. They don't look like shit in this deal at all. Yeah, the Lions yeah. Did fine. They took yeah. a little bit step
1: back on a QB, but the team isn't good anyway, and they got some good pits coming. Two
0: first and a third? And yeah. you got and you got a guy that can kind of play quarterback, sorta occasionally. Yeah. I yeah. mean, they'll draft a quarterback. Yeah. G- yeah. Great great trade for the Lions. The Rams are better for two years. But uh boy. Uh, I don't like that price. I don't. I don't. Yeah. yeah. I don't.
1: Well, guys, I think that's gonna wrap up this show here today. Thanks thank you everybody for coming out and uh supporting us here. Thanks for all those super chats. Everybody watching the show here. Uh Sports Wars starts in like fifty minutes, so go over there. I will download the audio from this and put it on the podcast. So um for anybody dismissing it. Also, we're going to be taking down this live stream too, by the way, and it's actually going to be going up on black and white live. So go over there to black and white live and subscribe to the channel. And that's where this live stream will be um, put up. If you actually want to see the whole video here. Okay. And we got one more super chat that just came through here. Uh, Rhodes. This is from the Greg Rhodes. Five dollars. Rhodes is my guy. As a Patriots uh, Mariners fan in SoCal all my life, Rhodes is a 49ers Yankees guy in Texas. Yeah, that's pretty weird, don't you think? <laughs> Thanks for, for that uh, super track, uh, Greg.
0: I f- appreciate it. My fandom is not tied to geography in any way. <laughs> it's just not. And I'm a Michigan Wolverines fan. <laughs> <laughs> <Is it? laughs>
1: yeah. Well, all right, guys, you guys be safe. We're going to have, have a good Sunday, be safe, and we'll catch you next time.
0: You've just listened to the Black and White Sports Podcast with John Matrix and Rhodes Rance, a no-holds-barred approach to sports. Join us next time on Black and White Sports.